Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a is a cop that works with Spider-Man. Pooja! Not all cops. Ooh, I mean, I disagree, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm a bad cop too because I'm a cop, so that's why I'm quitting today. Yeah, yeah, you're you're about to quit the best way possible, and that's dying. <laughs> so bye. It's good to have seen you all. Good yeah. to know you. So <laughs> when you think of a when you think of a a lady cop, mm-hmm. and oh by the way, it's a lady cop. If you think of Ooh. a lady cop in the eighties, that is also a captain of uh-huh. the police force. What do you think? I don't think of anything because I have never seen that on TV. I've seen it a couple times. Yeah, I don't think I see it very often on TV. So yeah, they did they did go for more like black men and Hispanic men. Yeah, and gay men. They do a lot of gay men now. That's cool. I mean, I mean, it's it's cool for like me watching a show, but it's it's wholly not representative of no. real life. <laughs> no. <laughs> they need. They need to. They need to show the white supremacist one. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's what. Here's what she looks like. Oh, okay. I like her jacket and skirt combo. Yeah, she's also smoking, which means she's not only cool, but a tough broad. <laughs> and also, she's wearing fishnets with high heels. Oh my god, those legs! I mean, if there's one thing comic book artists are good at is they know how to draw some legs. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so across the some. spectrum. L- legs for days. <laughs> Every day is leg day. Hell yeah. Uh her real name. So we're talking about Jean de Wolf. Jean de Wolf. Yeah. That that's a cool name. I know, it's a really cool name. Too bad it's wasted on a on a cop. Yeah. That's her real name, by the way. Jean that, DeWolf. Is, is she a wolf? No. Uh, unfortunately. Wasted opportunity. I know. There's so many werewolves in Marvel. She could have been one of them. Yeah. Uh, she Her occupation is Captain 30, uh, 37th Precinct, Manhattan, New York, Police Department. She's not a secret police chief. So oh. she's known. Okay. Uh, her place of birth and death was New York City. Born and, and died. Yep. And her known relatives is Philip DeWolf, her father, Cecilia DeWolf Weatherby, her mother, Carl Weatherby, stepfather, and Brian DeWolf, brother. Also, cool. Pooja. Me. Yeah. Well, no, no, not also Pooja. I was going to say also Pooja. Uh-huh. Does say anything about like like a like a husband? I'm only. I'm not saying wife because I they weren't that woke at this point, but probably single, dead but single. Oh, so she's a, she's if you want to, if you want to, if you want to date a cop, which I do not, I do not. No one dates cops. Don't yeah. do it. They have a really high chance of spousal abuse. Yeah, but if you want to, uh, Jean DeWolf is here. Okay, good. Yeah. To know. Uh, her first appearance 
is in Marvel Team-Up number 48, August 1976, A Fine Night for Dying. Oh, morbid. And the great thing about dying is it could mean that you're dying your hair, or mm-hmm. you're just getting killed. Yeah. So, uh, I sent I you would- a link. <laughs> To the cover, because this is a Spider-Man and Iron Man team-up. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, I think this is a pretty good cover, as well. Uh, Spider-Man is holding Gene DeWolf mm-hmm. and swinging away from an explosion that it looks that, that Iron Man is letting explode on his back. Um, and, and Iron Man looks like he's power-thrusting, like, through yeah. the air. Also, the also they're either tiny airplanes or they could not draw like missiles properly. Yeah, I guess they, <laughs> they, they didn't know how missiles looked in 1976. I mean, we've only dropped hundreds of them <laughs> on the Vietnam uh, on the Viet Cong. Yeah, earlier, but you know, you'd think they'd know, but you no. Th- that was classified were... information at the time. So, uh, she she died in Spectacular Spider-Man, issue one, one zero seven. So one hundred and seven. Uh, so she um, <laughs> and she had a whole arc called the death of G- uh, of Jean DeWolf. Ooh, they and that out. If you look at her Comic Vine page. Her only major story arc is the death of John DeWolf. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, I would say it's sad, but she probably committed acts of white supremacy through through police work. So That's what you would have to assume if she's a police. Like. Especially in New York City in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what actually happened in the story, but like statistically speaking, if you haven't read the story, there's a good chance that that's probably close to what was going on, even if that might not have actually happened in the Holocaust. On the pages. It might not have happened on the pages, but it's happening <laughs> in the background. In the background. So, John, uh, I keep on wanting to say Jean for some reason. Yeah. Now, uh, Jean DeWolf was the daughter of the New York City police inspector, Philip DeWolf, who mm-hmm. was said to be one of the toughest policemen in city history. And his wife, yeah. Cecilia, the... Uh, Philip and Cecilia's first child was their son, Ben, obsessed with his own extreme beliefs about manhood. Philip DeWolf could not forgive his wife when their second child proved to be a girl. Oh. Jean, Jean, I keep on wanting to say Jean. Okay, Jean, uh, six months after Jean's birth, Philip and and Cecilia DeWolf separated permanently. That's a really hard reaction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, for your dad to hate you that much? God like, damn. I mean, my mom wanted it, wanted me to be a girl so badly that she treated me badly for most of my life, but at least she kept me around. Yeah. God like, damn. I mean, gosh. <laughs> Calm down, dude. <laughs> I know. Just give, her, just give her extreme issues like a good abusive dad would do. <laughs> oh, God. So, I guess it's weird that she became a cop after that, but also like understandable in yeah. a way. The courts gave Cecilia custody of John and Philip, 
still have John. Uh, of, why do I keep saying John? Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, and Philip of Brian. So you know, you're just like, okay, there's a boy and a girl, and look, there's grown up boy and girl. I guess they work together. Mm-hmm. Although it's probably good that they gave custody of the of of a little girl that was hated so badly that she literally caused the divorce of their parents. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, give it to the one that give it to the mom cuz the dad does not seem <laughs> like he would be a great dad. 4 years later, Cecilia married a patrolman, Carl Weatherby. Cecilia took Weatherby's last name, but John retained the name DeWolf. Why? I don't know. Um why does she have a why does she have a thing for cops? That's not that's not a great situation to be in Cecilia. Yeah, she's kind of a class traitor. <laughs> you do, you don't you, you don't doink cops. Greatly admiring her stepfather, Jean decided to become a, a policewoman. Jean entered the police academy and received the highest grades except for those earned by her brother Brian, who already became a policeman. Uh-huh. Brian, however, vanished after a clash with criminals who killed his partner. partner. Uh-huh. After graduating the academy, Jean was assigned to Manhattan's 37th precinct as an assistant detective and was put in charge of investigating her brother's disappearance. Uh, that's a conflict of interest, and she would have been taken off that case. Yeah. Um, Sound, that's, that, that sounds plausible. I don't know how these things work, but probably. Generally, you don't want family members looking into the death of their family members mm-hmm. because they can mess up due to um to to like ha- being too close to the person. Makes sense. And like, as much as I say it's okay to be emotional, it's pretty good to not be emotional while investigating something. Yeah, that can get in the way. Philip DeWolf, now police commissioner of New York City, who vehemently protested uh, Jean's new assignment, believed that police work was no job for a woman. Oh. He soon retired as police commissioner. I mean, that's better than what he could have done. I mean, that's what needs to happen now more, more. Like, if there's, like, really sexist bosses, they need to just, like, go down from, like, retire from their post. (laughs) <laughs> Whenever they get angry about a woman existing. Yeah, that sounds not great. It's not great, but it's better than it's better than like having the make it a hostile work environment for right, a person. No. Like it, I'm saying it's not it's it sounds not great that they didn't like find a way to get rid of him earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good that he's gone, I guess, so that uh women can be police officers too. Yeah, yeah. It turns out women can. Turns out women can be monsters too. Well, all kind. I mean, I'm just specifically pointing out this white woman. After two years of his investigation, the New York Police Department finally closed the case of Brian DeWolf's disappearance, having turned up no case of him. Philip DeWolf witnessed Brian's battle with the criminals, which DeWolf was shot. Philip secretly had Brian restored to life as Wraith, being. Whose mind was Lincoln controlled by Phillips? See, that's where the Marvel connection goes in, because we were just reading a police drama. You know, the weird thing is, is like that's he's not the only person who would do, who did that to his dead son. Wait, who did what? Who would brought him back to life and controlled them with their mind? 
De Wolf quickly rose through the ranks, gathering numerous commendations, and within two years became captain of the 37th Precinct. DeWolf believed Brian should have became captain, not her. As captain, DeWolf became known for wearing 1930s-style clothing and driving a 1930s roadster, and she, and she also became known as a highly competent, tough-minded leader. Hmm. Well, good for her for, like, I guess, getting to where she wants to go. The yeah. whole 1930s thing is strange. Like, it, I mean, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Especially since police in the 1930s were involved in um, breaking up labor unions, so that part sucks. Yeah. 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 Um, weird thing to call back to, but I guess it was like... I mean, I mean, the fashion of that time was interesting for women. It was, so. yeah. That's, that's a nice... Yeah, I did like her jacket. It's a really good jacket. It's like a short. It, it's like a trench coat style jacket, but like mm-hmm. short. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was intentional, but like they drew her with some hips as well. That was probably Didn't realize that. <laughs> it was probably intentional. Yeah, but I was just like because it would have been. But it's basically it goes like just right, right, uh, right below her hips. Okay. Not like the, not the one that you think of that goes like down to the thigh mm-hmm. or anything, but it's a trench coat style. Yeah. I like it. It's interesting. I like it. It's That's real cool. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, during her captaincy, she became involved with various costume crime fighters who were based in Manhattan, especially Spider-Man. Cool. DeWolf first met Spider-Man and Iron Man when she was investigating a mad bomber. These investigations led to confrontations between the Wraith and DeWolf. Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Doctor Strange. Take out that period I said and added like a, a comma. Uh, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, and Spider-Man defeated Philip DeWolf, who was judged to be guilty of the Wraith's crimes. The Wraith himself was freed by from Philip's mental control and regained consciousness in full control. Hmm. So the bad guy this time was her dad. You're probably thinking... Wow, this is a strong woman who who rose through the ranks. It probably deserves like a like an interesting death scene. You're yeah. probably thinking that, right? Yeah. Years later, <laughs> DeWolf was fatally shot with a double-barreled shotgun by NYPD uh, detective Stanley Carter, a madman known as a Sin Eater. The yeah. end. What? That's it? Yeah. It's weird they're setting her up to be this kind of, you know, like, 70s, second wave feminism type person who, like, you know, gets to finally do the things that guys can do, blah, 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 the whole thing. And then they just, like, uh, sounds like they use their death for a plot device, but they do in a lot, like, for a lot of other people in the comics. Yeah. Especially if they're women. So, that's, that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, she was five eight, so a so a tough lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, a tall lady and a tough mm-hmm. lady. Uh, weighed one thirty five, had blue hair. I mean, blue eyes and strawberry <laughs> blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she possessed she possessed the strength of a woman who did a you know a decent amount of exercise. Okay, and she has no known superpowers, mm-hmm. and she was highly skilled detective. In cool. a, a good hand-to-hand combatant, 
an special and an excellent marksman with handguns. Mm-hmm. Done in by our own police department. Yeah. So that's so that's it. Um, what do you think of Jean DeWolf? Um, she seemed like she would have been cool if she didn't have to, if she had known, if she had a chance to understand what the role that police play in this society. I feel like a lot of people who are in the police who join at first maybe not don't realize that and then like kind of get sucked in. Yeah. Yeah. So that but she was also a New York City police captain. Mm-hmm. She saw a lot of corruption in the 70s. Yeah. You and she probably just swept it, it, it under the rug because it would have been easier on the police department. Yeah. Sucks that, you know, people are compelled to kind of keep going for, like, things that, like, are for their own personal gain over what might be the right thing to do. Yep. Well, I have a question for you. Are they still dead? Is she still dead? It sounds like it sounds pretty. It sounds pretty uh, definitive that she got shot, but like like you've said before, people come back. Yeah, she she died. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's dead and stayed dead. Okay. Uh, during a gauntlet timeline, though, Chameleon, who is a person who can turn into other people, basically. Turns into a gene and confronts Mysterio. But that's pretty much it. Okay, so somebody impersonates her. Uh, well, I think that's pretty much done. So this, so let's, yeah, let's do our plugs. Cool. Um, yeah, again, I'd want to plug, um, this new project I'm in called The Degenderate. Uh, I'm in the San Diego chapter, and we're going to be doing a clothing swap uh, in late November. Um, so follow us on Facebook at SD for that. Um, we're kind of like a, like a queer agit prop group. We go around, um, just doing things that help out community and like, like clothing swaps, like maybe, um, other chapters I know, they go around putting stickers on bathrooms to make them gender neutral, which to be honest, in California at this point, we're just helping them comply with the law, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely check us out if you're in the San Diego area. Okay. So uh, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lower detail. I also have another podcast called Alf. I also have another a podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited Marvel series issue by issue with my friend Rob. If you want to see pictures of the people we're talking about, uh, go to at Alphabet Flight on Instagram and Twitter. And I also have a Patreon in the description if you feel generous with your money. Um, my name, this is alphabet flight and justice is served bye, bye. <laughs>